I just saw this TikTok that reminded me of the first day of school in 2007. That's so specific. Yeah, it is specific. Because <laughs> basically the TikTok was, if you are, if you were 12 or 13 in 2007, and it was the first day of school for you, we all had the same experience. Oh, okay. I was... In 2007, I mm -hmm. was a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. So you may not have had this, but in middle school, yeah. we all showed up emo. We were <laughs> all emo. Even me. Oh. Like, that's how you know everyone was emo. Was it because that was like when Hillary Duff got really sad? No, it was... Uh, from Ashley Simpson based? Uh, I mean, it was it was like a holy trinity of like Ashley Simpson, yeah, uh, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan like a lot of like and Hillary Duff. Black striped things. It was also just like that internet e-girl culture with like the huge hair with uh, bows yeah. and like painted white faces. Oh yeah. I had a skull jacket, a skull Yikes. jacket. It was black with a white skull on it, okay. and I had like who painted it? It was from Old Navy, probably. <laughs> Navy painted it? Yeah, Old Navy painted it. <laughs> and uh, it's like skinny tight black jeans. And I just, I thought I was, I was, I thought I was serving. Yeah. I was like, I'm fucking serving. Did you keep that look up for more than a week? Um, no, because, okay. well, eventually I just outgrew the pants. And then, yeah. you know me, I can't have clothes for more than a month without staining them. It's, so. A month is very generous, Skylar Hayes. <laughs> so. Speaking of, Speaking of which, I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. Welcome to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, buckle up because it's going to be a whole lot of nothing and everything. You're welcome. Uh, if you're coming back, welcome. Why? <laughs> welcome. So just a little preview for our guests before we, I don't know, update them. I do have some fu fun activities. We're going to perhaps take a quiz. Okay, just... you sound like... <laughs> We're going to take a quiz to see what cult we belong in. Yes. Um, we're going to learn how to maybe try and think more long term and laugh at some of these uh, suggestions. Okay. And also we're going to learn why we can't influence our future selves. <laughs> so. Okay. Bet. Bet. Okay. Um, love that. Did you have any updates for like our listeners? You sounded like a preschool teacher that like was hung is like hungover and you're like trying to get the kids excited about what's happening today but like you also We're coloring. like a fucking Adderall and a coffee. <laughs> they're like it's going to be really fun kids. We're going to like sing songs, hold hands, mm. all the follow color and shit, whatever, have fun. An Adderall and a coffee makes you shit your pants. <laughs> You know, because <laughs> in high school, every morning I would have a cup of coffee and take my Adderall. Yeah. And then on the bus, I would be holding diarrhea for about 30 minutes <laughs> every fucking morning. It wasn't in... Struggles of a Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What's the update? What's been going on with you? I have my voice back. That's good. That was real annoying. Oh, yeah. I, didn't I even... thought that would last for 24 hours. That shit lasted. I cackled hard on Halloween. I didn't even notice that the slow transition back I to your normal I voice. I think I just woke up and it was fine. I have nothing new, but we are filming this on a Saturday because <gasps> I'm working. Because we're crazy. We're crazy. We're so crazy. This doesn't feel totally normal. I, it actually is making me feel like it's a Sunday, so I feel like it's normal. Oh, okay. So we've, you know, we filled up. This is not interesting. What's up with you? What's new with you? Like, what's, what's happened this week? Have you finished any books? Yes, I, I was telling you about the book. Uh, everyone, I was reading a book by T.J. Klune called Under the Whispering Door, and it's a, it's a big gay blanket. 
That's all I can say about it. I think I, I think I, I think I am gonna recommend it for the book club for my grandma. Um, if you're new, I just joined my grandma's book club that's been going on since 1999. There's seven women now, eight including me, and no one is younger than I think there's. I think there's one in their 60s, and the rest are. 70s and my grandma's gonna be 80 this month so mm-hmm. she's gonna leave the 70 club and into the 80 club there's a 90 year old and uh there's a couple lesbians in the group uh and so in december everyone has to recommend two to three books for the next year and then we put all the recommendations like in a bowl and we draw them and that's like the books that we read for that year oh i like that idea it's really cute and so um yeah, and so I have one. One of the books I'm going to recommend is one that Katie Flowers, hey Katie, uh, did on our collab video for The Sign of Cancer. I think it's like Before the Coffee Gets Cold or something like that. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend that one. And then I think I'm going to recommend this one. Uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit more about it than a gay blanket. A gay blanket? Uh, two gay blankets. <laughs> What's better than one gay blanket yeah. is two. Basically, it's about this man named Wallace. Yeah. And he is, like, imagine those early 2000s films where a man is, like, a really busy lawyer. Doesn't have time for fun or emotions. Yeah. And then he dies. Okay. But he's a, he, he's a ghost now, and he's having to think about his life. And he goes to this tea shop. Um, it's called, like, a Waypoint. And okay. there's this man waiting for him. and so basically like essentially, like, limbo? Yeah, like thing? a limbo type thing. Okay. And however, this tea shop is in the real world, oh, okay. so no one can see him, but okay. he can see real people coming in and out of this tea shop. Oh, cool! And it's just about him making the decision because at the top of the tea shop, there's a door. Basically, he has to choose if he's going to pass through it or not. Mm. And the whole book is basically just all of the choices that lead up to whatever decision he makes, mm. and it is so good. Yeah. Lots but of he, tears. But, but there's like a ghost and he's like... There's a ghost. There's a little gay love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a gay gay ghost. Gay ghost. Specifically. Specifically. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I guess maybe like it's queer. Some characters are gay. Some characters are bisexual. And it's just, uh, it's queer. Right. Instead okay. of gay. Queer. Gotta love it. <clears throat> I love it. Um, yeah. I don't know how they'll take... I mean, it might not even get picked, but I do think it'd be fun. I think they would love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially cool. because um, I think that the gayer a book, the better. But this gayness it's was like wholesome hallmark. It's wholesome hallmark, and it's also very subtle. Okay. Cool. It's like the whole time you're kind of rooting for them, but yeah. they don't really talk about their sexualities, but you can kind of guess. Okay. Cute. It's so love good. That. We love not like. I don't care if it's queer or straight. Like I love a not subtle fun fin- romance. Yeah, like I love a subtle fling. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, and a lo- little dash of death. Mm-hmm. Love that. It always so happens. That's what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I've been doing. Working? I mean, I like. I guess. Yeah, I've been working this week. I like, cause I work for myself. I own my own business, and basically, I've been sort of since we moved, and especially since we packed up like my office and stuff. I have just been working. You're like, in your own limbo. Yeah, like I was working, but it was like kind of working. It was in between and I could only do so much. And like I was doing astrology sessions with people, which was great. But like I held off on the tarot. Then I opened up tarot and I was like, okay, this week I'm going to go like, I'm going to start my work schedule back. I like filled out my Google calendar for like 
you know, from nine to six, like every, there's something every day, all day, you know, to work. And yeah, I was really, I don't know. I was just really grateful. Cause when I opened up my tarot readings, I got a lot of, them. <laughs> like a lot of orders. And I was like, oh my gosh, yay. And then I was also like, that's no. a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. And so I'm so grateful. And I've just been working on readings and I did one last night again too. And yeah. I was, I've just been working this week. It has been a little frustrating though, because the house is not completely done. Like there's still shit everywhere. still shit that needs to be organized and there's still boxes and stuff. But like, I had to get back to working y'all. Um, <laughs> it's put together enough to where we can like function, function. And now like, you know, any spare time would be great for me to continue to put the house and finish up. So mm -hmm. nothing really crazy. I don't think. Nothing exciting. No. I'm just dying for you to take this what cult do you belong in quiz. I probably already know. I belong in the cult of... No, guys, I found I this even... from, like, quiz.com. Okay, and I... sounds legit. Sounds legit. Uh, I did not pre-screen the questions, of course. of course. Of course. So I don't know. If it goes off the rails... As we, I'm hoping it does. On speaking of which, if it goes off the rails too crazy, then obviously we'll just oh stop. Oh my god, but... you know what I just realized? This hmm. setting is still on from when I live streamed, so one of us is really quiet, and I think it might be me. Well, this is fine. I'm going to change the audio setting on this mic, and it, it probably will change drastically. I'm so sorry, listeners. And now we're changed. And we're clear. Um, yeah, so I have one of those like Yeti mics where... It has different settings for like what audio it picks up. You can do like entirety of around the mic. You can do just one side of the mic. You can do two sides of the mic for good for what we do where we sit and we podcast and we're both in the same room using the same mic. But I just did a, a live stream the other night unboxing and talking about Sybil Apothecary's horror holiday candle collection. It was so fun. I was like drinking wine and shit. But anyways, I had the setting on like just one person. Just talking. you. So basically, we won't really know. Yeah, no. But it the front of the mic is your side, so it's for the best. People can hear you and could probably really not hear me. <laughs> You're fine. welcome. You're welcome. So basically, are you ready to know what cult you belong in? I've been born ready. Okay. Now, because I saw this one question. I don't know the categories of cults. Do we? We don't know the. We, end we don't know what the hell this quiz is gonna do. Yes, listen. But this first Linda. question is why I chose this. Okay. <laughs> What's your ideal Friday night? A. Cooking a huge pasta feast for your boys. <laughs> I hate that. Two. At a concert, Snapchatting my awesome life. Yes. <laughs> That's you. That's me. Or three, looking up at the stars and imagining your home there. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's George's. That's what George would be doing. Okay. Or. So, are you cooking your oh, huge pasta? There's three. There's only three choices. Your huge pasta feast for your boys, Snapchatting your awesome life, yes. Or three, looking up at the stars and imagining your home up there. Uh. I'm going to say pasta from my boys. <laughs> I hate it, but I'm going to say pasta because that's legit. Like, I would be like... Okay, oh my God. This <laughs> the second question. What cult am I a part of? Let's see. What people do you get along with best? A. None. Everyone's so fake. Ugh. No, that's Two. <laughs> people who can see the truth. <laughs> or three. Italians. Um, what honestly, the hell? Italians. <laughs> 
You don't know what I come from a real big family. And they're all Italian. Oh, Actually, no. no, I don't get along with the Italians. I don't, so I shouldn't have said God, that. God, this one. question is problematic, but we can still work our way around it. Please just choose an animal. Uh, a unicorn? Because unique and Wait, old. I need to know why it's problematic. What's your spirit animal? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So... So let's just, just pick an we'll animal. Just pick an animal for okay. fucking funsies. For not, fuck, be- not because fucking... it's some sort of um, cultural, you know, attribution. Let's... Love it. Yes. So, I just, you made it seem like it was like, which animal would you rather sl- slaughter for the cult? Like, you know, like this. So, A, unicorn, because unique and always shining. Ew. Two, your zodiac sign animal slash alien, if that helps. Or three, Garfield, love lasagna. <laughs> I love that they're fucking assuming that, like... Everyone's an Aquarius taking this fucking like they're like I feel like they're assuming that this is an Aquarius taking this quiz. I'm a Gemini, by the way, so my animal would be twins, mm-hmm. which or yeah. alien if that Yikes. helps. I guess yeah. they, they they threw that in there. I'm fucking Garfield, dude. Because you love lasagna. I love lasagna. A good <sighs> vegan lasagna. What's your go-to outfit? Um, a. I always wear a bib and a red shirt to hide my marinara stains. <laughs> Wait. Okay, this is for Aquarius. This is for an Aquarius or Garfield. B. <laughs> I always wear business attire so people take me seriously. Okay. Or three. I never repeat an outfit ever. Um, I mean, I repeat my outfits all the time, but like I, I feel like you always wear a bib and a red shirt to hide your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Or something. Should I pick the bib, or do you always wear your business attire so that people take you seriously? Um, yeah, let's do that one. Your business attire? Yeah, business attire. Just for... What do you binge of Netflix on your days off? One, documentaries about space and the human condition. Again, Two, I'm not an Aquarius. Like <laughs> Pretty Little Liars or Gossip Girl. Or three, MasterChef, Hell's Kitchen, baking shows. I mean, none of those... But I would say, out of all of those, probably baking shows. Baking shows. You and I love Great British, Great British Bake, Bake Off. Oh my god. Get ready, set, So question hey. six out of eight. What's your favorite thing about yourself? One. Okay, everything. My face. It's... <laughs> it's... No, I... <laughs> my... Wait, no, I... <laughs> Can you imagine asking somebody, like, what's your favorite part of you, like, physically? My like, face. My, probably my just entire the entirety face. of my face. <laughs> okay. My face. It's so That's Instagrammable. Like, so... <laughs> <laughs> Two, my insatiable appetite. <laughs> oh. Or three, my vast intellect. Oh, God. Probably my... I know, I'm ashamed of my appetite. No, it's your favorite thing. It's insatiable. No, trust me, the quiz is already... We've already answered, like, three of those fucking (laughs) answers. Um, You know what? Let's say my face. Because it's so Instagrammable. It's so Instagrammable. So true for you. Thank you. (sighs) Question seven. If you were a cake, what would you be and how would you serve yourself? Oh, my God. Hold on. No, is this what cult you'd be in or what type of dessert no, you would be in? No, it's what cult you'll be in. Oh my god, I'm so confused. One, okay, hold on. I'm just so confused by this lasagna theme. <laughs> it says, one, is lasagna a type of cake served al dente? Oh, ew, an al dente, like a crispy Two, lasagna. Like unicorn funfetti with extra sprinkles served in a mason jar. That kind of sounds like that, you. That does kind of sound like me. 
<laughs> or three. Fruity and girly, but in a masculine practical jar. A pie served on pie day. No, I'm, I'm going to say I'm unicorn fun funfetti in a mason jar. In a jar. fucking mason jar. And our final question. What was the last thing you probably Google searched? One, my birth chart and horoscope. I hate that. <laughs> Two, how many hashtags is too many? Or, I mean, maybe. What the fuck? Three, how to get free pasta in 24 hours. Oh my God, do that one. That would, that would be something I would definitely <laughs> Google. I'm not going to Google my birth chart. I have it, I know it memorized. You know what I mean? I even have a tattoo of the inner planets. In, okay, in guys, my arm. this quiz was a setup. Okay, for what? Because the quote option is noodle farianism. Because you noodle fucking love. Farianism? Because you fucking love pasta and you would do anything for it. At this point, your what? blood is 97% pasta sauce. Olive Garden knows your order by heart and you have Domino's on speed dial. Oh my god, that is actually George. <laughs> okay, guys, I Wait. have to say that this quiz did not go where I thought it was going to no, go. No, and also, I feel like there was only one there answer. There was only one answer. No matter what you answered, even if you picked, like, aliens, stars, all that, like... fucking pasta lover. You were going to... Yeah, you were going to end up with this answer. Okay, I... Can you take the quiz and answer every... Can you take it again or no? Yes, I can take and it again. And then you, like... Let's see your answers, but you can't answer. You only can choose from the two that aren't pasta or lasagna or Garfield or bib. Okay, because, um, so my ideal Friday night is obviously Snapchatting my awesome life. Yes. Yes. Two. Um, what people do I get along with best? Um, everyone's so fake. Ugh. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. What's my favorite animal? Um, obviously a unicorn because unique and always shining with my Fenty highlighter. <laughs> My go to outfit, I always wear a bib and a red shirt to hide my marinara stains, obviously. No, you can't oh, pick wait, that I can't one. pick that one because it's got pasta yeah. in it. Yeah. I never repeat an outfit ever, obviously. Yeah. Wait, uh, what? You <laughs> literally wear the same three things every fucking day. day. But technically, I really never repeat them because I'm always mixing up a little something. No, you're really not. So, what do I watch on Netflix on my days off? Pretty Little Liars or Gossip Girl, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's definitely you. Um, what's my favorite thing about my myself? My vast intellect, obviously. If I okay, were... I'm going to go get Phoebe's bed while you do this because she's scratching at the door. Okay. So continue. If I was a cake, what would I be and how would I serve myself? Um, I would be... Uh, she's not there. <laughs> I definitely heard scratching. That's horrifying. I'm but... pie, served on pie day. And question eight, what was the last thing you Google searched? Um, probably my horoscope for today. So I am an influencer. Oh, you got something different? Yes. Wait, you're a cult? Like yeah, your apparently, cult is an influencer? Apparently I'm in the cult of influencing. And it says, are you on your phone right now? Thought so. You can't go... <laughs> Wait, you, what? You can't go five no, minutes without not, refreshing though. your Instagram feed. But that's what makes you so influential, right? No. This is the worst quiz we've ever taken. I think this is the worst quiz we've ever taken, yeah. I always forget, like, sometimes, like, a 13-year-old could have made this, yeah. and we just took it Again, twice. this feels like BuzzFeed, even though it's not BuzzFeed, and they're like, look... Your goal by the end of the week or you're fired is to come up with 10 quizzes. And someone waits until the last day and they're just like fucking... What cult are you? They're just fucking pushing out bullshit quizzes for the for the hell of it. Because at first I was like, man, this quiz author kind of is talking about lasagna spaghetti. and pasta a lot. Yeah. And apparently it's a trap. <laughs> apparently it was a trap. <laughs> 
Well, now we know. The cult that we're in is... You're a pastafanarian and yeah. I'm an influencer. Love that for me. Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. You are an influencer. <laughs> I don't know how to segue. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking pasta. Of, speaking, of, speaking of influential pasta. Um, <laughs> That's it. Just say the thing. <laughs> Should we pull a card for what we could learn from this quiz? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's pull a card. Okay. Um, I have the Sassy Burrito. It's Sassarabito Tarot. And I've just got the Rider Waite Smith Centennial Edition. Oh. You never use the Rider Waite Smith anymore. No. Got the Knight of Cups. Um, oh my gosh, I have the Make sure I'm King influencing people in a way that um, is in alignment with my heart. Yikes. What did you get? Wait, what did you get? I'm sorry. I Knight of Cups. Oh. Okay, that's it's just a normal boring really, answer. Yeah, it's yeah. just—it's like yeah, it's you. You learn nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I got the ten of wands reversed and the king of wands reversed. Oh, I'm I love that. so tired, and I think I'm getting a sty in my eye. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Is that the white thing that appears, like a calcium deposit? No, it's like a little infection. Typically, like if you have like expired makeup or like if like it's just like a little oh. It's fine. What eye? <laughs> my left one. So my right? Yeah. You can't see it. And... Oh, stop touching it then. You're going to make it worse. I know. It's itchy though. Okay, but anyways. King of Wands. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like I do not have the energy for what today, what all the we'll things bring. I need to get done well, what, today. Wait, hold on. But what does that have to do with being a pasta-narian? I feel like I'm... I'm just taking on too much in this podcast as one too many things. So I just need to go and you need to do the rest of it. That's what I learned from this. I'm exhausted by this. Or on the flip side, you haven't had enough carbohydrates slash pasta. And then you need to realign with your cult. I mean, those wands do look a bit spaghetti like. They do. Okay. For anyone that has the sacerabito, pull it out, look at the ten, ten of wands, tell us if you think it looks like spaghetti noodles. Yeah. So guys, I guess we do have um, I love that. an actual article today. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, I've never struggled with a segue so much, I don't even know what to think of that. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways. Anyways. So guys, this is from Psychology Today. And it's by, it's by Matt Johnson. He has a PhD. Um, his little sub-brand is Mind Brain Value. And well, I thought you said mind, brain, Valium. I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah, mood. fuck right. <laughs> and he has this little article called How Effective Forecasting Can Influence Your Future Self. It says, how can people empathize with a version of themselves that doesn't exist yet? And I, it was basically... How can people... Wait, slow down. I'm tired. Say that again. How can people empathize... How can you empathize with a version of yourself that doesn't exist yet? I don't think I need to empathize with a version of myself that hasn't existed yet. I think I need to empathize with the version of myself that already existed that I am no longer. Because I hate that person. So they actually touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> and they said a lot of people just, do it backwards like you did. Yeah. And they said mm-hmm. a lot of people don't are like, what? why would I need to empathize with my future self? And it said the main reason was is because you're, if we're not setting our future selves up for success in any way, yeah. then we're just essentially dooming who we are right now. Because, like, oh. our future self is not somebody different. It's literally you. You guys, listen. All the future is... Is you! It's like... In the future. Present day you! But, like... 
Like later in life, yeah, dude. Right? It's later. It says some. It says something about being human. We cannot wrap our minds around this idea that our future selves is us. So when we're making plans for our future selves, we're not making plans for our future selves. We're making plans for ourselves. And it says we can't wrap our head around that for some reason. So yeah, because we, that's stupid. Say it again. Say it and like think about what you're saying. So basically, people don't set aside money or time or stuff for their future selves because they don't see that future self as them. They see it as someone else. Like, it's going to be someone else's thing to worry about because they're not going to be the same person. I think person. that's just you. No. <laughs> it's not. It's a lot of people, apparently. <laughs> He's having a crisis. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> No, I mean, when I... Maybe I don't get it, because I... When I so like, think of yourself in 10 years. Okay, great. Do you have everything you will need in 10 years already set aside and ready for you? Well, I don't know what I'm going to need then. Mm -hmm. That's part of the problem. We don't know how to predict what we're going to need. Right. But also, we don't see that person as someone we need to worry about yet, because it's so far away. I worry about her all the time. <laughs> I'm so worried about her. <laughs> So basically, these are the key points. You know what I think? Just before we get into this, I think that this has to do a lot with people who don't, who aren't like self-aware either, who like don't do things like tarot or astrology mm. or don't have like some sort of like, not, I don't even want to say a culty, but like witchy spiritual perspective, because I think those people that dive into sort of those tools and, and things, mm -hmm. they have a self-awareness of future future past and present you know uh mm -hmm. where like the normal everyday joe is just like trying to get through their fucking nine to five mm -hmm. but okay I'm, I'm open to it i'm just i worry i worry about future me <laughs> me too i worry about future. i worry about future you too i, I worry about present day me <laughs> so these are the key points People tend to be poor at effective forecasting or the ability to predict how you'll feel about a future event. Okay, love that. Two, research suggests that people conceptualize their future self as a completely different person, not an older version of themselves. Okay. So, and then three, people can make better financial decisions, for example, by empathizing with their future self. Okay. So, it, it goes on to list a research example. Okay. On May 11th, a group of research subjects were given a simple choice. Do you want $5 right now, or do you want $500 at some later date? $500 at some later date. Right? That's what you would assume that everybody would pick. But a lot of people chose the $5. But Wait, why? It goes on to say, <clears throat> it says all of the people that... So this is funny, because okay. he doesn't... Oh my God, it made me chuckle. Okay. But they didn't mention that everyone that they asked was a part of a doomsday cult who believed that the world could end any day. Oh. So they chose the $5 today because, I mean, they, they for all they knew, they could get the $500 tomorrow. Yeah. But what if the world ended tonight? Uh -huh. Or what if it ends 10 years from now? They don't know, but they still chose the $5. So you couldn't have segued this from the cult to the cult? I forgot that's why I chose this article until okay. <laughs> at this very moment. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine, that's fine, fine. Keep going. And that's I interesting. So, and it said, like, you don't have to be in a cult to have a doomsday mindset. Or you don't have to be in a cult. Well, no. I know yeah. plenty of people who have doomsday <laughs> mindsets and aren't in cults. I think. Maybe they are in cults. And uh, so, blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. The, these participants were followers of Harold Camping, a self-proclaimed doomsday prophet. 
So basically, believing in the apocalypse leads people to discount their futures. It's easy to look at this behavior as bizarre, but a wealth of research and economic decision-making reveals that this is something that each of us is naturally prone to do, even in the absence of any apocalyptic beliefs. Okay. We reliably choose immediate short-term rewards at the expense of greater long-term gains. It says we always sell our future selves short because we don't necessarily see our future selves, like I said, as us. There's someone else. Someone else's problem. I just don't. I. You know what? I'm. Try, I'm really trying to connect to this. I am. I'm like. I'm not just mm. trying to be like. I'm different. But like, I really don't know if I connect to what's being. You know what? It's I basically, can, it's. it's like, I connect to this when mm. I was younger. Mm-hmm. So like, eighteen-year-old me, twenty-two-year-old me, even twenty-six-year-old me. Like, I think that maybe that's how I would have. I would have connected to that, but maybe, maybe I've just grown up. <laughs> maybe I've matured. But it does make maybe sense. Maybe I start to like pay off debt and like save for things and like plan for future me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe that's why. Because like it, like that, uh, it kind of goes on to say like the choosing the $5 now over the $500 later is also a metaphor because every time we buy ourselves something small mm-hmm. today, that's like $5. We're also losing $5, not just now, but You're also in the future. stealing from future, you. Stealing from future, you. Yeah. And basically it's saying, obviously, you have to do that to survive and have a normal life. Yeah. But it also says that there's this element of it where we're taking more from future us than yeah. we are from like us now. And it was saying how we can't fathom that. Yeah. And it, it makes sense to me because obviously we can all understand it on an intellectual level. Sure. I need to save for the future. Sure. But if you do spend all of your money now... You don't really worry about it because future you will figure it out. Sure. Right? Yes. But this article is saying that we have no fucking clue what our mental state will be in the future. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, like, we don't know if we're going to be able to take care of ourselves in the future. Right. It's just this whole mindfucking article. So let me keep going. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm in it. I'm just, like, trying. I'm just saying how I'm feeling as you're reading it or talking and... So... It's very interesting. Effective forecasting in the psychology of the future self. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, this was another one. I'm going to pull some cards to try and go ahead. So consider this, this study that was done. Every day for 30 days straight, a group of people were given free ice cream. It says at first, everyone had a very optimistic prediction of how happy they would be at the end of the 30 days. Every day they got free ice cream. However, every day that these people had to go in and get the ice cream, they got more and more miserable. Well, yeah, because they're going to feel more and more guilty or they're going to feel more and more sick because ice cream is kind of rough on your body. Like, Well, see, but yeah, those are great guesses. I think maybe this just comes down to me being a Virgo and you being a Virgo and us like just thinking of every single fucking possible scenario. It's not just like, mm, here's what I think future me is going to be. And then you're like... That's a normal person. How can I save future me from doom? Yeah, and also Virgo's like, <laughs> in every single possibility that could ever exist ever. So that when it does come time for future me, I was I'm like, ready. this is one of these scenarios that I thought about. Like, maybe it's just the Virgo in me. I don't know. It says, the enjoyment began to wane and drift further away from how happy they thought they'd be. Halfway through, participants were begging to drop out of the study. And those who did make it to the end felt miserable. The idea of eating something like ice cream every day seems great, but the actual impact on our future state of happiness, not so much. Because it says on the first day of the study, when people first found out what they were doing, right? They were like, we just need you to come back every day for 30 days and have this tiny cup of ice cream. 
and then we need you to go ahead and predict how you'll feel on the last day. And everyone was like, oh, I'll probably feel fine. I'll feel great. You know, free ice cream every day for a month for a, for a good cause, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But they, is it, no one accurately predicted how they would feel 30 days from that day. Okay. So it says some of the miscalculation is because the pleasure, quote unquote, of ice cream, a once in a while treat, has become predictable. It says pleasure habituation is a powerful force. See, y'all just are dreaming to be Gemini's is what it is. You need to switch it up. But it also like comes down to the power of anticipation where wanting is better than having something. Patient. It says for a lot of people, wanting something is more pleasurable than having it. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. But we forget that. Tell a Scorpio. Tell us, Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, th- that, I, I always forget about that sometimes. Like, wanting something is more pleasurable than having it. Because once you have it, what the hell? Yeah. Obviously, it's different for everyone in different situations. But for the majority of the time. Yeah. Isn't that weird? How wanting it almost feels better than having it? What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, that's why, like, teasing. Like, tease play. Oh, like, sexual teasing? Like, tease play is, like, Mm -hmm. so, wow. Yeah. See, like, I'm not. You, I'm not a sexual you? person. Will you? Won't you? I know, usually, you're a blob. I'm a blob. But the thing that I do like yeah. about sex is like the pre-sex part, where it's like just teasing. You know? Like, yeah. Oh my god, what are we doing? But yeah. then once sex happens, I'm like, ah! Stop touching me! Stop touching me! Over it! Yeah. So, we don't naturally calibrate. Do you want to know what the fucking cards I threw was? What? I don't know. The King of Wands again? I really don't know. Reversed. Oh. I drew the five of pentacles. Oh. So yikes. Um, I drew the, I don't even know what was that. The and then I drew swords. the king of wands reversed again. So I think that you're not as in tune with your future self as you're thinking. And then I drew the nine of swords. So basically. Maybe I'll regret everything I'm saying. Ooh, that is so cringe. I know. <laughs> I need a nap or more sleep or something like. Okay, ooh, just maybe because. The King okay. Of Wands is like. <laughs> How accurate is it to like pull cards you don't want to see and be like, oh, I think I might just need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> also, what if the King of Wands? Because I literally don't know what to connect with that King of Wands right now at all. Maybe the King of Wands reverse is like maybe George is having a hard day. Maybe he's that little Aries moon. Maybe maybe he's gonna come home and be crabby. That what does that have to? That- <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's at, maybe we need to call him and ask him how he's doing. I'm sure if he's, he's fine. doing okay. He's at work. He's probably That's not. That's boring. <laughs> it's so boring for him. All right, so I need a nap. My husband might be having a hard day. And Wait, also... let me pull a card for myself and see what, in what way am I completely neglecting my future self? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can just like the world come out? Just, like Everything. all of the things. In what way am I most? Just really for future me. What? What am I cups. not doing anything for myself in any way? It's so cringe. I can't wait Two to see the answer. Cups. The Queen of Swords. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always this damn card? Yes, bitch. That's right. How? Mm. What, what was the question you asked? Like, what am I not doing for my future self? Yeah, all? listening to your listening, fucking elder. <laughs> listening to Samantha Listening Vince. to your fucking elder, dude. That uh, is so nice. Mother, mother knows best. Listen to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Um, I loved that. So will you pull a card and see what future aspect of yourself are you not in any way helping the situation? Oh, like, in fact, you're probably actively fucking it up. There's so many ways. Definitely. I hope you get the world. Ten of Wands comes again. <laughs> world could come again. Oh, God. I can even see a Nine of Pentacles coming out. All right. All right, ready? Yikes. Five of Cups reversed. Oh, you're not setting yourself up for... I love that for me. I mean, but it's reversed, so... I'm not <laughs> setting myself up for... Oh, God, her boobies look good in that card. They do. They look like Ariel. Like cute little boobies. Um, With a little rainbow in the background. I was like, what the fuck was that noise? I... I don't I think I'm really tired. Like I cannot interpret the cards at all right now. Like what is that? Me all what the is time. that? No, that's not normally me. Let I got, me... always got something to say. Oh, we know. I know. <laughs> we that's why this... we have a podcast. We have two hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah, take a fucking advantage of this mouth. Um what if, what was the fucking question? Like, how are you fucking your future self up? I look Really sexy though. That's if that's future me. Um, hmm. I don't think you're ready for. I'm loss. gonna get really skinny. That's what it's telling me. Oh god. And I'm not ready for it emotionally. <laughs> I, it's yeah, not gonna you're bring not me ready emotional to happiness. You're, you're not but ready I will. to lose something, and you've never allowed yourself to pre-experience the loss. Yeah. That's where's my guess. Where's Phoebe? Right now, where's Phoebe? She's fine. You guys, I'm telling you right now that I'm very worried that Phoebe's gonna... <clears throat> I don't know. She seems really active to me. Because at first I was worried there for a minute when she was all dizzy and weird. Yeah. No, she just kind of gets But like she just does sometimes. that. Yeah. I feel like Relatable. she gets in her ear infections and gets like equilibrium. I mean, I got Saturn transiting my sixth house of health and pets and service to others and soon. No, it's now. It's it's oh. in there now. Oh. Plus with Jupiter. So Jupiter. Oh, big. So Jupiter <laughs> is like, congratulations. And Saturn's like, sit the fuck down. So I hurt my knee, and I'm gonna have to get surgery. But the Jupiter was like, you can wait until after the cruise. <laughs> and then actually in December, Jupiter's going to move from Aquarius to Pisces, which means it's going to leave my sixth big house. Sad. Yeah, yeah, big sad. Um, it's going to go into my seventh house of one-on-one -on -one relationships, but then it's going to leave Saturn by itself. And I'm literally, then, then in January, I'm going to get surgery. So like Jupiter's like, I'll be here to help you like do whatever you want to do now. Goodbye. And then when I leave, you're gonna get surgery but then also i'm a little worried 2024 pluto moves from my fifth house to my sixth house that'll be fun i think we have like two two more years maybe if that like, like if for everyone on earth no <laughs> no i feel like if she makes it in the next two years That'd be good. By 2024, when Pluto moves into my sixth house, I might. She will be. It might be. It might be. She will be gone. I might have to five of cups. My oh, future self. You know yikes. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know what made me go there. I think I'm still sleeping. Yikes. You're welcome for this lovely, happy, fun <laughs> Everyone podcast. Everyone is just like sweating in their chairs. <laughs> I'm literally talking about when my dog is going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, well, everyone. <laughs> what the 
So, oh, is this is a great me? segue. It says, the same appears to be true for predicting the impact of negative events. It says, Dan Gilbert from Harvard has done extensive work in this domain, what he dubs impact bias. In one set of experiments, he gathered data from people who had every reason to be unhappy. Oh. <laughs> Us. Um, yikes. Pe- I don't remember taking a study. It says, for example, people who were stood up at the altar. At that moment... Wait, does that really fucking happen still? Yeah. If there is a listener out there that has been stood up at the altar... Please reach out to us so we can interview you. That is some sitcom shit. That is some Mm -hmm. Reese Witherspoon-type Hallmark movie shit. Yes. And Reese Witherspoon will play you, yes. We'll make sure of it. We'll make sure of it. Do you know who I am? I forgot about that. (laughs) I actually... I cannot relive that with you right now. Because I fucking love... Wait, we need to talk about the celebrity tea. We might need to fucking start doing this because this... I might need to have... We might need need to have a little segment. Celebrity tea? Celebrity tea for the week. Or maybe not every week, but like when it comes Mm, up... I don't know. What is it? Thoughts on... First of all, can we talk about how we feel about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker getting engaged? I don't know who Travis Barker is. Okay, because you're too young! Travis Barker is, like, a really cool drummer, and he... Like, in a band? He's been in bands. Mm -hmm. He now is, like, kind of doing his own thing, but kind of works with other people. Okay. Is he, like, a freelance drummer for albums or something? basically. Like, he was in a band, and he, like, now is kind of just his own entity Mm. like he kind of does his own thing but it doesn't matter he's a famous musician he's like a punk rock icon and he's like totally in love with courtney and they've only been together for like 10 months and he proposed to her and they're madly in love she was literally with scott disick lord's lord disick for like 14 fucking years or some shit Mm -hmm. and they never got married and she's been with him 10 months. Wait, and Courtney like, and Scott never got married the entire no. time they were together? No. I thought they had a shotgun wedding in Vegas at one point. Um, I don't think that was real. I think that was probably for the fucking... Oh, was it? Yeah, I don't think that they were ever legally married. Wow. Yeah, but anyways, that's not the tea. I'm just leaning you into it. Okay, okay? That's getting not us the tea. excited, getting so us you... on the celebrity wavelength. Okay. Yeah, like, okay, so this has been the whole big thing. Like, this has been like, oh my god, Courtney's finally happy. All these memes of, like, Scott could never. Mm-hmm. Travis is, like, the man for her. She's, like, all over her store. They did, like, this Halloween thing where, like, they dressed up as, like, Winona Ryder and Johnny Depp from fucking... Edward Scissorhands and did like a photo shoot. Then they did, they just did a bunch of like fun. They're just, they're really killing it right now. Their PR team is jerking off in their own mouths. Like, Mm. is that too much? Sorry. But anyways, let me come back to now what the real tea is. Kim Kardashian West. Soon to be just Kim Kardashian again. Mm -hmm. Because she's getting divorced from Kanye. Has been seen out on a fucking date with Pete Davidson. No. Yes. Did you know that? No. Do I don't even Pete, believe that. Do you know who Pete Davidson is? I do know who Pete Davidson is. He was is. the fucking nobody SNL that literally is like self-deprecating as fuck and was engaged to Ariana Grande for a little bit and then she like dumped him when her ex died and then... He'd be quite a bit younger, right? Quite a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like in celebrity world, you always see older men with younger women, but you'd hardly ever see older women with younger men. And Demi Moore... Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher Ashton are a great Kutcher. example. 
That was like such a hot topic. Um, yeah, but no, what the funny thing is, is like there's so many fucking memes because like one of like uh Courtney and Travis's first like real big outings and dates or whatever was like them holding hands like or them like on a roller coaster and then looking like they're having the best time of their lives and now Courtney and Travis are engaged and like all people are talking about are the engagement photos and everything and everyone's making fun of Kim like she can't handle that like she's not in the spotlight anymore that so she's been on a date with So Pete. she literally is just like redoing like the wish version of fucking Courtney's thing it's no. so, like there's a picture there's a picture of her and Pete Davidson like holding hands and screaming on a fucking <laughs> But it's like not it's like not good. And now she's like they're like seeing out to dinner and shit. Like I really think that he must just have like an incredibly huge wanker. Like he I just has like a schlong for days. Or maybe he's just really funny and great to be around. Have you ever considered that? <laughs> have you seen his skits? It's literally just him. Being self-deprecating. I find him like, extremely alluring and handsome. I don't know. I'm, like I not said, not my type. But I, I do used like to be, him. I used to be emo, so I'm drawn. Oh to... Oh my god! For a day, for a day, you're like I used, I used to, to be, be emo. emo. <laughs> Circle back to the first thing you said on the podcast. I'm one day. One day in I'm middle emo. school. And I don't know. I just like boys that just have a little bit of darkness in them. Yeah. Always okay. No, I love that, that too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But also, you know. You know, I don't know. I, I love like the feel... uh, misunderstood misfit. Yeah. Even though he's co- like very well understood and There's not a misfit. There's this TikToker that is so funny, and she she pretends like she's the PR. This is what made me think of this, because she's like the PR. She pretends that she's the PR person. Have you seen her? No. She goes, um, hello, PR. Yeah. Oh, hi, Kim. <laughs> yes. Oh, you. Oh, you. You went on a date. Oh, great. No, I haven't heard about it yet. Yes. Oh, with Pete da- with Pete Davidson? Yeah, no, I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, but I well, here's the thing. You know, I it it's if you want it to be, you know, seen, I don't know if now's the time because people are really into Courtney. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's going to really make a lot of press in, in a good way. Like, maybe we should hold off. Oh, I can call Chris and see if you're her favorite for the week. I mean, it's worth a shot. It's probably not likely, but, like, you know, I can try. And, like, she just pretends uh-huh. that she's, like, the PR person. And I was thinking about that. If she would have done that with Reese Witherspoon when Reese got pulled over by the cops a couple years ago. I forgot. Well, you, and they was she drunk driving? Her. Yeah, she got a DUI. But the she was being recorded and the cop was like gonna give her a fucking she they're gonna give her a DUI and jail, her jail and she literally too fucking like fucking know who I am. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Like come on. If I was Reese Witherspoon, I would say the goddamn same thing. You would. Thing. You would. That was like America's fucking tangent. sweetheart. No one gives a shit about the Kardashians, but also like. At least you'll, you're updated on the tea. Well, people you know say I mean? they don't, but I click every article. I love reading about I the Kardashians. I love the Kardashians. I yeah. hate to love them, and I mm-hmm. love to hate them. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what it is. It's something sick inside of us. I don't feel but like we can't this get is going to go well. I'm not going to look. Okay. Oh, my God. It actually went so... Oh, no. It's dripping all over your carpet. That, that was... <laughs> Hold on, guys. What Anyways, was I that's saying? That's the celebrity tea for this. Let me this finish week. this last point. Oh, I thought it was over. Really quick. Okay, sorry. I thought it was over. You, I, in no way, I was in the <laughs> middle of what I was talking about. It was over for me. 
<laughs> it says, at that moment, uh, the people that were left at the, the altar that we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. At that moment, as expected, they're devastated with sadness. And when asked, they predict that their future self will be even worse off a year later. Like when they're asked within the first few weeks of that happening, they're going to say, a year from now, do you think you'll be better off or worse off? And they, a lot of them are saying, I think I might be worse off in a year from but now. who would say that? Because you've built a whole life with somebody and you're... And yeah, but you can't say... Even in the worst case scenario, you're so in love, you feel like it's forever, you're going to have... You've spent all this money mm-hmm. and time and you're at a wedding and you get stood up at the altar. My fucking dumbass <laughs> would sit there and say, no... I feel the worst that I feel like I'm ever going to feel right now. There's uh-huh. no way I can't feel better in the future. There's no way that I won't get through this because fuck that person. If they didn't want to be with me, then fine. Mm-hmm. Then fine. I feel like they're taking a lot of things into account. Like when, Because all it says is, will your future self be better off or worse off? And when, when you're saying yeah. worse off, it's not just emotional. It's financially. You know, your home yeah. life. Like there's so many aspects to being with somebody more than just are you happy you know there's so much more than that so you predict overall i think i'm going to be worse off that was my interpretation okay would you say that if you were stood up at the altar would you say that you were going to be worse off because i don't think that you would i wouldn't i know you wouldn't because you're an optimist and you say there's no way i I will make sure that i will be happy i make sure and also i don't intertwine my life like that with people because i am right some damaged goods yeah you're an enigma you're like plankton so obviously that couldn't happen to me but yeah but that's what i'm saying you would if that was you and you were answering yes that i would question. predict that i would be better off but um it says some people did predict that okay. and they said a lot of the times people were just completely wrong there was just no way of knowing yeah so how do these future selves actually feel when recalled and asked this question they were all surprisingly happy in fact, many report the event as being one of the best things that ever happened to them. See? Mm-hmm. According to Gilbert, these findings come down to the fact that once we come to accept the situation, we begin to synthesize our own happiness, a feature that tends to be lost in our loose connection with the future self. Okay. I thought that was really interesting. It is interesting. I'm sorry I'm pulling it apart. I'm more so just trying to, like, connect personally with it mm-hmm. to see, like, how would I... And it's interesting because I feel like you would... Be fine. No, like, okay, like, think about yourself Mm -hmm. and think about you being asked to do this vegan ice cream for a whole month every single day you have to eat ice cream. I would love it every day. I'm not one of the people that would get more miserable every day, in my opinion. That's your prediction. That's my prediction. Oh, okay. Because I would go and be like... I'm the same as those people. Like, I honestly think that even if that happened to me today, I would think free vegan ice cream. Vegan ice cream, first of all, is so expensive. Yeah. Free ice cream. Yeah. And you probably get a little $5, $10 stipend at the end. So, like, hell yeah, I think I would thrive. But who knows? Maybe, I don't think I would. Maybe at the end of the 30 days, I'd be like, oh, hell no. I don't think I would. I think I would be... I think I would know going into it that I'm like, yeah, this will be okay. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end, I'm going to be really over it. By, like, two weeks in, I'm going to be miserable. Because I can't commit to things. And I'm not consistent. <sighs> Anyways. I don't know. Let us know what you guys, gals and in-betweens, think. We need to come up with a better way for people to fucking respond to this podcast. Because I'll get some Instagram DMs, which is fine. Mm-hmm. We get people responding on our Discord. If you want to join our Discord, you can. But not everyone does respond mm-hmm. on the Discord. 
And it really all went downhill since my mom deleted everything. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Um, and you know, sometimes we'll get people that'll send us voice messages on the anchor app, but it's like scattered. So I feel like we need a good way for people to, I don't know. Should we be, should we make an Instagram like specifically for speaking a witch or something? I feel, seems like a lot of work already. Like how do people, you know, some people aren't even on Instagram. Hello, are you fucking fine, or did I? Did I? Sorry, did I, I was just you? making sure I wasn't going to be late for picking up that dryer. Okay, wow, um, we're so blessed. Why don't we? <laughs> why don't we just fucking? <laughs> this is a mess. Um, why don't we predict how the end of this podcast is going to be right now? Good. I loved it. Ten out of ten. Would recommend. I think we were right. <laughs> Oh my god, I wish we could go back in time and say, podcast listeners, predict how you'll feel at the end of this podcast. <laughs> I think they would all predict that they're going to feel like, feel like mush. Shit. Like a fucking bag of beaten potatoes. Alright, let's, you know who are, is not a bag of beaten potatoes? Our sponsors, our mm-hmm. supporters. These are all our little red skin potatoes, our little golden, our little Yukons, mm-hmm. our little russets. Ooh, and we love red skin all of potatoes. You. Red skin, what's your best? Yeah, red skins are superior, they're the best potato by far. So thank you to our little red skin potato supporters: uh, Sarah M, Julie C, Anna M, Teresa D, Heather A, Alyssa S, Rebecca P K, Lindsay M, Dominic B, Melanie W, Catherine L. Phil K, Jesse D, and David B. These are the people that support our podcast financially every month. We thank you so, so much. You can support our podcast if you listen, if you like, if you enjoy it and you want to help us out. You can support our podcast for a dollar a month, five dollars a month, and even ten dollars a month by going to anchor.fm slash speaking of which and clicking on the support button. If you'd like to support us in other ways other than financially, you can share this episode on your social media platform or with a friend. And you can also go and rate this podcast five stars only. And make sure when you leave a review, it just makes no sense. There's this like garble. It's just... it. it just it, comment pasta cult. Yeah, it's just like pasta cult. Like something where you'd you know, all those reviews... Red bib over your red shirts that hide yes. the marinara stains. All those reviews that make no sense. If you were to click on a podcast and you're like, oh, what is this about? Let me see the reviews. Oh, they're all five stars. What do they say? And it's just nonsense. You're going to want to listen. Just to see. And then we'll catch them. We'll get them, guys. We'll get them. We'll know them. So I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to our supporters. We appreciate and love you. And... Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>